506 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Everybody, what is going on? It's Grandmaster B doing the special episode for our fantasy football and all the crazy stuff that I still consider fantasy football because what I watched this weekend to me was fantasy world, man. I've never in my life seen exciting games like the ones we were able to watch this weekend. I mean, these divisional rounds were probably some of the most entertaining football I've ever seen. Um, Every game was close. entertaining can't talk enough about the Kansas City Buffalo game that was just uh that was almost like a video game of some sort um we're gonna call some of our guests and kind of keep up with what's going on in the world of our picks right now I don't want to steal too much of the conversation because I want the the group to talk on this but uh let me tell you something if you're not a football fan after this past weekend you'll never be a fan I mean there's there's just so much entertainment in what we've seen in those four divisional games, the Bengals, the Titans, field goal, 49ers, Packers, field goal, Rams, Bucks, field goal, and, of course, the Buffalo Chiefs game, just back and forth, man, right to the very last. I mean, come on, man, 13 seconds. Who does that? I'm going to let these guys talk about that. So our first call we're going to put in is going to be to C-Rebel. Uh, all right, so we're going to bring C-Rebel on here in a second. Let's uh, let's get him on the phone here in a second. Let's get a hold of C-Rebel. Hold on one second here. We're going to try to get him up. C-Rebel, are you with us? Rebel's in the house. Rebel's in the house, man. We call this a take two, brother. Yeah, that's getting right on this one. Uh, so let's talk about these games this weekend, man. What was your take on these games? Unbelievable. I, my brain is still in overload from the football I've seen, man. I mean, that was that was just some of the craziest football I've seen all week. I mean. That, that's some of the craziest football I've seen in my adult uh, lifetime. It was nuts. I got to tell you right now, your overall record, you're 8-2. and two. You're tied for second. Uh Big uh, Shazam, aka Chaos, is nine and one. You're eight and two. Miguel's eight and two. The Big Fish is eight and two. James and myself are at seven and three. So you can make your move with some good Lead picks. Up the back of the pack. That's it. I'm telling you. So you you can make a big change here. So let's briefly talk about these uh, these divisional rounds, man. Bengals Titans. What was your take on that game? Bengals Titans. I believe. Uh, Miguel was right when he said they're the worst 11-win team I've ever seen. I completely agreed with him, and I, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was an absolute shit show, and it was it went exactly where I went. Titans, I, I didn't feel deserved to be there. It, they were the luckiest 11-win team I've ever seen. Yeah, so, thank yeah, you so for that. Pretty predictable. Yeah, and then we go into the uh, 49ers beating the Packers in Lambeau on a frozen tundra, a little snow going on there, late game. I mean, it was typical Green Bay fashion weather, and Aaron Rodgers lays another duck. And I, I thought he was going to win this game all the way until the fourth quarter started. When it was that close to the fourth quarter, I, I told myself, like, Green Bay's going to lose this game. Oh, yeah, this sure. no, I, this I is exactly what San Fran does. They, they come back. This I didn't is exactly see what it. they do this year. See, Rebel, I didn't see it. I really thought that this was going to be Aaron Rodgers' year. It, just, it seemed like the stars were aligning for I Rodgers. I thought so, too. But this just, you know, it, 
Frisco just didn't, they had no quit. They just kept on coming back. They played a tight game. The defense stepped That's up That's what they've they done all to. year. I mean, especially the last five or six weeks. I mean, uh, you, you had seen it. Rodgers had hardly no protection. He was being rushed on everything. It was, uh, 49ers played, I mean, obviously played good enough to win the game, but they scare me going into this championship weekend. And we'll get to your picks on that in a few minutes, but uh, let's talk about this Bucks rams game. What do you think? Your boy Stafford gets what the win. What a crazy, what a crazy, crazy game. From the goat getting hit in the lip, to uh, the Dominican Sioux wanting to beat up Matthew Stafford. Yes. You yes. can't get him. I mean, to being down 27-3 with the Bucks looked like they had just given up. And holy shit, here they came. And then I, I thought the goat was going to pull up another one. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's going to be a whole other year. How are we going to hear the goat pull another one off? Yeah. And then, but Matt, Matthew did what he did the fourth quarter. I had to give it to him. That's what he does. He he now he now has like the most fourth quarter comebacks in any of any quarterback in the last twenty years with Drew Brees. Oh yeah. So I had to hand it to him. He see he's in trouble. He went out and he he, he got the game won. He did. And that's what that's that makes me angry about the Detroit Lions. I mean, it's where it's where elite athletes go to die. <laughs> I mean, look at all the uh, look at all look at all the elite athletes we had talked about earlier that they've destroyed. Barry Sanders, elite athlete, destroyed him. Megatron, elite athlete, destroyed him. Matthew Stafford, they tried to destroy him, and, and he's seen the writing on the wall. He said, "I'm out of here." Yeah, it's and, it's something, isn't it? And again, I said this before. It's like a championship. We team were talked. Like, we had talked earlier about yeah, it. They're not built on one player, and like you know, the Lions over the years have built their you know their success on a player. You know, oh, it's Calvin Johnson, or it's you know Calvin Johnson. And at the time with Matt Stafford, and this draws people. Did in. you just use Bill Derrick's success in the same sentence with the Detroit Lions? Well, not success. Maybe, maybe I was like, maybe we're watching two different Detroit Lions teams here because I don't see no success. <laughs> I'm saying, but like how they were able to sell tickets and get fans interested. Like you can't build it. It just goes to show, like Stafford. It shows you just how out of touch the Lions organization is. But Stafford can go to a, a, a team with. You know, great receiver, good defense, a, a team, you know, a, a solid foundation and look like, you know, one of those elite quarterbacks and possibly going on his way to a Super Bowl. I well, mean, right, but when he first got there, when he first got there, they, they, he had slashed the lion stink all over him. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Going in the double coverage up until he realized, wow, I'm, I'm not in Detroit anymore. I don't have to throw in the triple coverage to try to win a game. Once he got that kind of figured out, everything fell in place for him. It was almost like, like that. It was like, look, this is not Detroit. I know you it, don't have to throw it in the quadruple coverage. I agree. So the, probably the probably the game of the freaking I don't know century right now. This uh, Chiefs Buffalo game. <laughs> what a I felt freaking, so horrible. What an amazing game. I felt game. so horrible for he, he. Josh Allen deserved to win that game. He did. He, yeah. Josh Allen deserved to win that game. I believe he's got big games ahead of him, and I was heartbroken for the kid. But you know, you gave Patrick Holmes 13 seconds, and we're not careful. I, I, Patrick Holmes could end up being the next Tom Brady. That's how good potentially I think he is. If the Chief can keep off, keep a good team around him for a long time, and he can stay healthy. I mean, I think this guy is a phenomenal quarterback. When you looked at that and seen 13 seconds, they could have squibbed. I they could have done I, I my first. My first instinct was I left too much time on the field. That was my first instinct. They scored too quick. Because yeah. he never thought they were going to get caught. We caught them. It was just well, nuts. And they had all three other timeouts. When and Kansas City had all three other timeouts. Yeah. yeah. You it, know, I, I, 
I think I would have done at least a run before before they said as I got in. But it, it really wasn't like they were on the goal line into a touchdown. He 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 threw a pass to the middle of the field and ended up getting more open than he thought he was. So I don't think they intended to score at that play. It just said, Hey, look what we found. Damn it, kind of thing. Yeah. Nuts, man. So some all right, so these next five questions, C Rob, we're gonna do something a little bit different here. Uh props to Philly for coming up with the five questions of the week for these uh episodes. Philly so, man, thank you, Philly. Yes, he did a great job. So uh first question we'll is Joe Burrow a top five quarterback? Not yet. Put some respect on my name. You, you don't think so? Not yet. I, I didn't I don't I, I think he is not yet. Okay. You got a lot of quarterbacks coming up and has been here a little while. I, I put him six or seven, but an elite quarterback in top I, I don't put him in an elite quarterback. I, I consider elite quarterback inside top five in the NFL. I'm a tough guy. I, I've been known to be all my life, brother. All right. Uh it, I think he'll be I think he'll be there, but he's not there yet. All right, here we go. How about uh, is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay? My instinct tells me no. I, I think I think they've ended a lot of fences this year in Green Bay with all the winning they did and some of the conversations I've seen. I believe that they both kind of want to work out a deal here somewhere. He was he was butthurt last year, and I think that they gave him some uh, good butt cream, and I think that they've mended a lot of fences. That is moonshine! You don't think he's going to, like, Denver or somewhere like that? No, I, 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 I can't see that. And the GM takes takes him i think i think they're idiotic hmm. okay. because what's 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 aaron Rodgers really going to do even if you're in a win now mentality they don't have enough draft pieces aaron Rodgers isn't going to be able to go there and win you a super bowl so why would you spend the, the kind of trades and the kind of capital it's going to take to get him there well i agree with you on that okay so here's and that's the only way the only way another team would take aaron Rodgers if they think that's the missing piece to get us like as la did yeah, with, Matthew with Stafford. Matt stafford yeah no, that's a good point yeah, so um, I, I, so unless you unless you think he's going to be your key player to put you over the top, I, I don't see any team really paying what Green Bay would be demanding to, to, to bring him in. Well, good, that's a great point. Okay, so does Tom Brady call it a career? I say he does. I think he rides off his Sunday calling him the GOAT. I, Tom Brady's always annoyed me. He's a little bit arrogant, and I hated calling him a GOAT, but now I can't deny it. And like I said, if there's any athletes that ever played any sport – that has nothing left to prove. Tom Brady is the guy that literally has nothing left to prove. What's good? About what else it? I got to do to say he's the goat? I'm calling the goat, and I really don't like the guy. So, no, he's he's, and he's the greatest I've ever seen. He's the greatest I've ever seen. Probably would have liked to go out on top, maybe with you know the back to backs, but you know then he didn't get there this year. So does it? You know? Oh yeah, I know. Darn, so the other back to backs are both ones. The other back to backs are both ones. The other one, I'm on another back to back. I mean, the guy has not left to prove. Guys, yeah. the guy's got seven rings. I mean, what, what do you want to do? Get one for each finger? Yeah, well, that's true. So we get, it's, it's almost like I feel like you'd be douchey doing that. Okay, dude, we get it. You're good. Oh yeah, sure. All right. So is Matt Stafford an elite quarterback? Yes, I think he was an elite quarterback years ago. Thank you for that. Like I said, goes back to what I said. I mean, an elite quarterback that was on a team that was killing him. And the Lions, we could go on and on, like I just said earlier in in this cast, about elite players that the Lions have just killed because because of the way they do things. Yeah, good point. Um, Okay, so we got that question. Last question here, C-Reb, before we get to your picks. With the Buffalo KC game, do you think the NFL should uh, should change their OT rules? Buffalo never had a chance I, to touch a ball, man. You win the coin toss, touchdown, game over. It could have been a shootout, man. Should it go full 
you know, overtime quarter, 15 minutes, or do you like the way it is right now? Or do you want to see some changes or, you know, what's your thoughts on that? I have mixed feelings about it. I really do. But I think a lot of that is a bunch of noise coming from Buffalo fans that are, they're sad, which Stop whining. I, I, yes, that's exactly what they were doing. They're, we need another chance to touch the ball for what? So it could be tie game. Now you're going to another sudden death overtime. Oh, now, not now for 15 minute quarter. We want another one game could last three days. Yeah. So yeah. I, I kind of like it. I kind of like a chance that for both teams to touch the ball, but it had to be done right. Otherwise you're going to end up opening a whole another Pandora's box of problems. All right. You so- know what I mean? Like and so I don't, I don't know. I, I really, it's a hard one for me to answer. Yes, I'd like to see both teams possess the ball, but no, I don't think it should be a four, a four quarter. I it almost if they did something like a college thing does, start to get to put the ball to twenty. If you score, the other team gets a chance. If you don't score, you don't win. You know what I mean? If, yeah. If you do something like that, but yeah. to just do a full quarter, I, I, I just think it would create too many other problems that you wouldn't see coming along. Good point. All right, buddy. Ready to get into your uh, championship week uh, picks here? You ready? I will get into our picks. Let's go. All right. Bengals visiting Arrowhead. Bengals versus the Chiefs. Who are you taking in this one, C-Rob? Eight and two. I know what I said earlier. You're eight and two. I know what I said earlier. I know what I said earlier. But I, in that, I've seen the light. I think I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs in this one. All I don't right. think the Bengals are ready are, are that ready yet. I do believe that the Cincinnati Bengals are a great team. I just don't think they, they got the capability to take on an elite team like Kansas City to win it. I I, I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong because I'm rooting for the Bengals. But my my experience tells me that Kansas City is too much for the Cincinnati Bengals after upon further review. All right, here we go. We're going into the NFC matchup, the San Francisco, the hot hand San Francisco 49ers visiting Los Angeles Rams. Who are you taking? I got to use a bad word here, but I'm going to say I, I believe that Matthew Stafford gives the Lions the ultimate fuck you and goes to the Super Bowl. Wow. So and That's really what I believe. I believe that I believe that the L.A. Rams and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are going to play in this year's Super Bowl. There you go. So you heard it right there. Sea rubble. That's the our... only way the Detroit Lions are only going to pick him from 29 to 32. It's the Thank only you time you'll ever see Detroit Lions down there. Yeah, there you go, man. That's Sea uh, Rubble's picks. He's taking the Kansas City Chiefs. A last second change, by the way. He originally was thinking I was, I think you were taking Cincy, weren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I sobered up a little bit and thought, you know what? No. <laughs> That's Let me okay. put this Mordello down here. All right, Sea right, Rubble. We love we love you, man. We love having you on the show. We're gonna make sure that everything is locked and loaded. We'll we'll be airing this thing out here tonight. So take a listen to it. Thanks for your time, brother. We'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Talk to you guys later. Take two. Talk to you later. Fives of the week. All right, C. Rubble. Thank you. What a guy. This guy just gets into his sports so much, man. So um, we're gonna get our next uh, caller on the line here. So now it's time to get with. Just James out of New York. Always good to have Just James on. Just James. What's up, man? How's it going? Oh, man, dude. It's going. It's colder than the North Pole where I'm at right now, brother. Super cold. Oh, it's cold here too, dude. uh, It's icy. Crazy, man. All of a sudden, this weather just boom out of nowhere. That sub-cold bullshit, you know? That yeah, no I can't. I can't feel my face out there when I'm walking. <laughs> <laughs> so, just James, I got to tell you, man, you're seven and three. 
overall record of the 10 football games that have been played these past two weekends. You and I are both tied at 7-3. Guess what? We're tied for the last place spot. Oh man, that's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, dude. And it's not that it's a bad, I went with some kind of off predictions, but, um, so, you know, there were some crazy games that took place. Did you have a chance to watch any of the games over the weekend at all? Just James? <laughs> I did not dude. Thank you for that. Well, okay. Uh, so this will be really interesting. So there were some great football games, probably some of the best games that have been on in a long time. Very close games, all four of the games. Uh, the Bengals end up beating the Titans 19 to 16. Uh, 49ers 13 to 10 over Green Bay. They went into Green Bay and won. Uh, Rams had a nice comeback, beat the Buccaneers 30 to 27. And one of the games, even if you're not a big football fan, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs in overtime end up beating Buffalo 42 to 36. So, um, so this was really good, but you still have a you still have a chance to win this uh, this little you know uh, competition we have going. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Philly set these questions up, so I'm not setting you up for anything or any failure. But it'd be interesting to get your take on these. So please please just answer me as best as you know how. So my first question, just James, uh, before we get to your picks for the championship games this weekend, there's two games. Uh, is Joe Burrow a top five quarterback? No. Okay. All right. That's, that's all I need is a yes or no. Some say yes. Some people say no. So uh, I'm not going to ask you why, but that's okay. As long as you just say no, that's good enough for me. Uh, is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay? Yes. Okay. Well, you're in the majority on that. So, so far you're trending pretty darn good. Question number three, does Tom Brady call it a career? He lost his game and no, no, no. you think he still continues to play? Yep. Now to continue to play. I want to ask you why, because everybody knows who this guy is. Most people do. And so why would you think Tom Brady's just not going to say, okay, I had enough. I'm going to continue to play. Um, because he knows that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he knows that, you know, first of all, he's not the only team that lost. Like this happens every year. All these teams get eliminated. If he's, he's, he was right there, you know, back again in the playoffs and he just won last year. He knows as good as well as anybody that, this is just what happens when you pour your heart out and stuff doesn't go your way. But uh, good, good point. I don't think he's ready to quit. I think it's a great point. Um, so you say Tom Brady continues onward. So uh, next question here, uh, Matt Stafford won a very big game. You know who he played for for 12 years. We couldn't do anything here in Detroit. Matt Stafford right. goes on to play with the L.A. Rams, and he's one game away from going to a Super Bowl. Uh, because of the win that he had over this past weekend, is Matt Stafford now – an elite quarterback. Is he one of the elite quarterbacks right now in the NFL? I think so. No, again, you're, you're in a majority here. So that's, uh, I would think just knowing what his, his, uh, story is, you know, he had 12 years with, uh, kind of, we can just say a shitty organization. Uh, he goes to a contender and he comes up in his first year, you know, looking like he's on his way to a Super Bowl. That says something about who he is, right? Oh, Absolutely. You can't be an average player and just get there. You have to have, you know, the grit that he showed a lot of it too. So, um, so I, if you didn't really watch the game um, on Sunday, Buffalo and Kansas City game went into overtime. Just James and a lot of people are upset about how the overtime rules in the NFL is. So here's what happens: is it goes into overtime, the game is tied up. Kansas City wins the coin toss. Kansas City gets the ball. They go down the field. They score a touchdown game's over 
what people are saying is that either the 15 minutes of overtime should be played like a full quarter, and if it's still tied, it goes to sudden death, and then whoever scores wins, no matter if it's a field goal or a touchdown. The question here on the table, Just James, is do you feel that an overtime rule should change? Say if you won the coin toss, you go down the field, you score the touchdown, does the other team have a chance to get the ball and try to to score a touchdown as well and it continues in overtime? Or is the first team that scores the touchdown wins? What do you I, think? I would, I would say they should let it play out just like they do in basketball. Actually, the first time I ever saw an uh, overtime when I did watch football and I never watched it for much, it never made sense to me that it was sudden death because you, why would you have, I mean, you have 15 minutes on the clock and you know, like in any other game, even basketball is not just the first person to score a basket because especially with the coin toss situation with, with it being a coin toss, it's even more, you know, in basketball, if it goes to overtime, it's up to the two athletes to jump for the ball. But in, in, in this case, it's literally left up to chance Whoever has the ball first is automatically more apt to scoring. And and does that mean, can you kick a field goal as well? I mean, is, and then you win the game. Isn't that how it works too? That's a great question. So, and, and I, I like what you're thinking is on that overtime, what you just stated. It's, it's great. Um, so, yeah, so, so let's say Kansas City went down and they didn't get the touchdown. They kicked the field goal. That That is the rule. So if you kick the field goal, the other team gets the ball back. That's the caveat. Ah. They get the ball back. If it's not a touchdown, touchdown automatically ends the game. So if you're the mm. first possession, you get the touchdown, game over. If they kick a field goal, they have to kick off to the other team, and they have to either score the touchdown or get the field goal to tie it and continue the overtime. So that's kind of where the rule's a little bit, you know, some people say okay. it's fair like that, but it's um, it's very controversial because it's the first time it really had these big ramifications, this big game like this, you know, divisional game moving on to the championship weekend. And this game was such a back and forth game, just James, that if it was, again, if you even weren't a big NFL football fan, if you watched this game, it was like just a great tennis match. It was back and forth, back and forth. And it just kept going on and on. You scored, we scored, they scored, they, the other team would score. And it was like, Patrick Mahomes gets the ball with 13 seconds and goes down the field and, and scores. I mean, 13 seconds. Can you answer me another question? Yes, sir. Has any has any football game ever went to double overtime? Great question. I don't think so because I think the way the NFL. No, I don't think so. Now in college, I know there's rules for that, but I don't. Not in the NFL. No, games have ended okay. in ties. But you know. Okay, so so see, but that's my thing. I think you know, even from a person like I said, I you, I didn't even care about football when that rule didn't make sense to me like i think that you're cheating the fans if anything you're cheating the fans by creating a an environment where the the who gets the ball first in overtime you know both teams obviously they get to where they're at because of a coin toss that's how it starts but you have four quarters to play whereas in overtime it really boils down to a matter of minutes and and for for it to be left up to chance and then all of a sudden whoever scores first wins to me is in a way it's not only cheating the teams it's cheating the fans of perhaps another better or more back and forth like what you said the game mm -hmm. was already yeah no that's that's a great point so um well you answered all five of the questions and i think you did a hell of a job buddy so what I'd like to do now is get into the question of the championship week. There's two big games on, on the uh, 
schedule for this upcoming weekend. So we got a little bit of music to play for that. So we're going to be talking about the AFC Championship game. Cincinnati Bengals visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Who are you taking, Just James? All right. Um, Cincinnati visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Good pick. NFC San Francisco 49ers visiting Los Angeles Rams. Battle of the Californias. I'm going to go with the Rams. Rams. Just James, you you there's something about you. I think you you say you don't know, but I think you do know. Cuz I'm with <laughs> you. Dude. Really I I'm dead serious. I just think that there's something that you play like possum. I really do. You know enough to no, be, you know enough to be dangerous, it's, dude. It's these quarterbacks, dude. It's it's like my thing is with the can like I don't know anything about football, but I know Patrick Mahomes and I know and I know Stafford. So I'm going with those guys. Well, I'm 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 shocked. I mean, for for someone that you know, we we give you shit. You know, I know you know sports because there's certain sports you like, and there's some sports you're like, eh, it's okay, and that's fine because everybody has their own thing. But you know just enough about everything. That's almost like a savant. You know enough a little bit about everything to stay in involved with everything and still be, you know, part of it and get it. You know, you're right there with everybody else, man. So uh, I'm gonna start beating up on Philly a little bit and say, man, you need to back off. I think this dude's been studying up, man. I really do. I'm dead serious. So um, I'll be looking forward to doing our next big podcast. Number 39 is coming up. So we'll be doing that in a couple of days from now. So um, with that being said, Just James, you're uh, you're all good to go, my friend. That's all we needed from you. We just needed to get a little bit of something, something from you. Man, I appreciate you asking me these questions. I can't wait to see what happens and if we can break our tie <laughs> for last place. Yes, see if we can yeah. Move up in this. I'm leaning on you, man. So I might have to switch maybe one or two. I don't know what I got to do, but dude, I'm in last place. I ended up taking the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, that was like, you know, even Philly was like, well, why are you doing that? I'm like, well, they're the home team. Might be something good. It's the home thing. You know, all the main fans are there. He's like, I don't know if that's a good pick. And I changed it in the 11th hour. And he said, you shouldn't have done that. And that's what screwed me up. So that's okay. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. As, as little knowledge as I know, as far as that team goes, I'm always going to root against the Cowboys only because I have diehard football friends here and they've never said Cowboys in their life. They always refer to them as the Cowgirls. So I would <laughs> never pick, I would never pick the Cowboys just for that reason alone. And I'm glad I stuck with that because they lost. That's awesome, man. All right, Just James, we're going we're gonna to bust you loose, my man. All right, thanks. Great talking to you, man. You too, brother. Take care. Just James, the New York kid, 7-3. and three. Not necessarily your biggest football fan, but again, I think this dude knows just enough to be dangerous. Unbelievable, man. So we're going to move on to our next caller. Still Snoop Dogg and All right, we're going to put Miguel on the phone next. I, I believe he's in the queue. Miguel, up, are you with me? I'm here. Oh, man, it's almost like rehearsal, man. Did you uh, did you watch these games over the weekend? I know you did, man. I know you're a big football fan. By the way, oh, before you answer, you, yeah, right. I know you watched the football because you were with me half the day. 
<laughs> you're eight and two, bro. But let's let's talk about these games because I know you're gonna want to get into some of this. Let's talk a little who's, bit. About, uh, who's who's in uh, first place though? Fir- first place right now is Chaos at nine and one. Ooh, so I'm I'm yeah. up there then. Yeah, you're up there. I'll tell you what, you're tied for second place with Sea Rebel. Fish is eight and two, and you're eight and two, and Just James and myself are at seven and three. Now Philly's got his group, and I believe Little Drew's in in first place in his division, nine and one. So uh, yeah, I took some pretty stupid picks. I mean, I you know of course I took Tampa, I picked Dallas like a homer, and um, Green Bay of course uh, they lost. But uh, hey man, let's talk about these these divisional games this weekend. Let's talk a little bit about the Bengals and Titans. What was your take on that game, Miguel? Oh, that game was just a hard nosed battle again, right there. You know, a game of a game of field goals isn't always a bad game. Uh, it's more of a defensive battle. Move the ball down the field, you convert on your field goals. Some days it's not a bad thing. And like I was telling you last week, King Henry might not be the answer. And obviously, he didn't really do much. And Tannehill made the same Tannehill mistakes that he does. Throwing, oh yeah, sure. Throw a pick on the first first play of the game. <laughs> Yeah, not not good. But uh, again, I think you're right. With Henry coming back, didn't equate to them automatically, you know, punching their ticket to the uh, championship round. Um, no. He was doing all no. right. He got his touchdown, but you could tell he wasn't, you know, he wasn't up to par with some of these dudes that have been playing for the last 10 weeks, you know? No, and I said the same thing. Like, it was the more along the lines of he's not going to be seasoned enough. Like, yeah, he played eight games, but not getting that conditioning for the last couple weeks. And then at the same time, like I said, Tennessee was probably one of the luckiest number one seeds you find out there with, I mean, they managed to get there somehow, but I just did not believe any which way that they should have been a number one seed and they didn't, they didn't have the roster to be one. There was better teams out there that deserve that, but uh, it it is what it is. It's kind of the way, you know, the way the things fell. So let's talk the the way the cookie crumbles. So the Packers lose in Lambeau 49ers come in and sneak one out. Robbie Gold field goal, thirteen to ten. Pack loses. What's your Man, take? What another, what another defensive battle. Like another thing, like I was saying, the defense for the Niners, and then look at the man who I said the Swiss Army knife, who no one has, Debo Samuel. Debo, the guy. I don't want to say single handedly won in the game, but the dude made some of the biggest plays down the stretch. I mean. Don't the defense for the 49ers, man. That fourth quarter was crazy. And, and Debo ended up getting hurt, didn't he? He limped off the field. Man, I mean, Debo limped off like two or three times. I mean, I think the last I seen, he took a helmet to the knee on that last play when he limped off. Did you happen so, to see when the camera was on him and they had the, I don't know if you heard this. I'm a tough guy. I've been going to be all my life, brother. That's what he said when he came off the field. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Damn Beetle. <laughs> there it is, man. All right, so we got to talk a little bit about your favorite player, uh, Matt Stafford, beating <sighs> up on Tom Brady and the Bucks. Even though they made their comeback, Rams 30, Buccaneers 27. What's your take on that game, Miguel? Man, we were sitting there watching that game, and I you know, I thought the score might have ended up 28-3. to And I'm yeah. like, man, this is like we've seen something this already with Brady, 28-3 to comeback. In the Super Bowl, you know, 27 to 3 is still a pretty tough task. And I mean, Brady almost pulled off one of the most epic comebacks again to himself. The dude is a magician. The game was just unreal. Like, I've never seen so many back and forth fumbles by a team that's winning a game and all those things that happened to get to that point. It was an unreal game to watch. That And you thought that was a great game until we got to the last <laughs> game of the day, of course. We're going to talk about this one for a minute. 
the Chiefs overtime 42, Bills 36. Probably one of the game of the ages right there. What was your thought on that? Man, what a weekend of football. And to top it all off, there's like Saturday was great. Like you can't really get much better playoff football than that. And then Saturday, the afternoon game happens. You're like, holy shit, can't get better than this. And then Sunday night, Mahomes and Allen, they got better than that. And it was probably the best football game of the year, hands down, and probably oh, the best football game I mean, from a football standpoint since that Super Bowl comeback by Brady, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And to watch that game, I really thought Buffalo had that game. I, I didn't think with any any I never thought for a minute that with 13 seconds left, a squib kick, whatever they could have done to eliminate a few more ticks off the clock, that Mahomes would make the comeback and, and ultimately win the football game. I mean, I didn't think that that was going to happen. Who would with 13 seconds? I mean, hell, Dak yes. Prescott had, what, 17, and he ran the ball up the middle. You know, I was like, who's going to win this game with 13? But they did. They did, and you can – it's not, it's just such a different league than what it used to be. I mean, it's a passing league. You sit there and you think to yourself, you get the ball at the 25, you get one pass up to the 50, then another pass down to the 35 and you're in position for a field goal. So in the defensive breakdowns that those two teams that the Bucks had and Buffalo had at the end, it's like, how can you let those players make those plays when, I mean, I'm jamming Tyree killer, Travis Kelsey at the line. I'm jamming, Cooper Cup at the line with two yeah. defenders. I mean, I'm not blitzing. I'm not doing none of that stuff. I'm making sure those guys don't burn me. And hey, though, when the lime limelight shines on those guys, those guys show up big. So props to them. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't see Kansas City making that miraculous comeback. They thinks- never thought they were going to get caught. We caught them. They did. It was crazy, man. So all right, Miguel. So a great great weekend of football, without doubt. So we got. Uh, Again, uh, props out to Philly for coming up with these five questions. These are going to be just your simple answers on these questions. So I'm going to run through the list here. Is Joe Burrow a top five quarterback? Joe Burrow is a top five quarterback. All right. Put some respect on my name. There it is. Uh, Is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay? Aaron Rodgers is done in Green Bay. He's done. All right. Miguel says he's done. Does Tom Brady call it quits? Is this his career-ending game this past weekend? No, the dude wants another championship. He's too much of a competitor. He's back. He's back. He's back. Okay, so Miguel says he's back. Okay, is Matt Stafford an elite quarterback after this win? Do you feel he's in the elite group now? As much as I don't want to say it, I don't put him in elite, but I would put him in the top 10 of quarterbacks in the NFL, not elite. I'd say elite's top five. Top 10, you're a great quarterback in the NFL. What's good about it? So what's good about it? What, what, why is he not good enough to be in the elite, in your opinion? There's just too many. Even though some of the teams they may have lost, I still put the I put a Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. All of those guys are elite. Stafford, great quarterback, but I wouldn't put him up there yet with those guys. Put some respect on my name. All right, there it is. Um, so question number five here. With the Buffalo-KC game, do you think the NFL should change their overtime rules? Yes, I feel like each team should get a possession. Um, I don't want to say fair is fair, but I just feel like it's a little harsh to have the game end on a coin flip, basically. All right, I agree with you, man. You don't – I mean, it just seems so unfair, uh, Miguel, when you had – 
those those two great quarterbacks going at it, and it was just a shootout, man. It, it could have if they would have let it go on forever. It'd been in one thirty five, the one thirty six game. Who knows? It just would have kept going on forever. But it was sad to think. Okay, so the touchdown wins it. That's it. Game over. Um, I would like to have seen Buffalo have a chance, but that's not what the rule says. First team to score the touchdown. So ultimately, you get the coin toss. You win. You score. I mean, that's the benefit, right? If not, yeah, I really the, don't want to see. I don't want to see a college rules with that no. kind of stuff. I would like to see. Hey, you win the coin flip. The other team gets a chance to go down and score. If they don't score, a touchdown game's over. I yeah. I like to see it be like that. Then after that, if they go down and score, then it's a next man who scores wins kind of mentality. Gotcha. I would like to see that. All right, there. Good, good, uh, good stuff on your five questions. You ready to get into the championship week picks? I'm ready. Championship picks with Miguel coming in at a hot eight and two record, tied for second, trying to make his move. Here's the first one: AFC Championship game, Bengals versus the Chiefs. Who are you taking, Miguel? As much as I want to go with Joe Burrow, I got to stick with my stick with my pick for the beginning of the year. I got to go with KC and Patrick Mahomes. He's taking KC, folks. And we're going to move into the NFC Championship game: San Francisco 49ers visiting. Los Angeles. I do not need Matthew Stafford going to the Super Bowl one year after leaving the Lions. <laughs> um, I just feel I feel like the Niners are like that team of not destiny, but they're just playing the best football right now. I feel like so give me the Niners. Mm, all right. Interesting. First guy to take the 49ers, by the way. Yeah, a lot of slappies here in Michigan. I don't yeah. want I don't want Stafford winning. Hey, you're doing what you do, man. I mean, you're eight and two. You're tied for second. Could possibly go right into the first place bracket. Um, you're close. I think I'm eliminated at this point because I made some pretty shitty picks, but that's okay. But um, crazy stat I seen today. Um, so far, as Jimmy as Jimmy Garoppolo has been the quarterback for the 49ers, with when Jimmy G is not playing, the 49ers are five and twenty-seven. But when he plays, his record, I think he's about a 650 winning percentage when he plays. Interesting. That's a great stat, man. Mm-hmm. So it should be some good football this weekend. Uh, Miguel, I can't thank you enough again for coming on the fives of the week and these special episodes with our football fiasco that we got going on here. So we'll be back in touch with you next week and getting your Super Bowl pick. Sounds good, Grandmaster. You um, have a good one. Thank you. Thank you, Miguel. Miguel calling it the way he sees it, taking Kansas City and so far the only guy taking the 49ers. Sea uh, Rebel, KC, um, Rams, Just James, KC Rams, Miguel, KC San Francisco. And we're going to make our next call to uh, the one, the only, the big fish. Yes, there's a theme. I I love it. Yes. Oh, the fish is out. Yes. (laughs) Yes. There he is, the fish. Uh Fish, you're at eight and two, my man. You're at eight and two. You're tied. You're tied. You're gridlocked with two other teams in our division for second place overall, man. Really? Yeah, man, you're eight and two, dude. So uh, 
I know you watch these games over the weekend. I want to get your take. Let's start with the first game. The Bengals beating the Titans 19 to 16, man. What'd you think? Uh, definitely the underdogs. Yeah. Came in. Yeah. It's like the same scenario with every other game came down to last minute field goal or something like that. Yeah, it sure did. Uh, Packers losing to the 49ers at Lambeau 13 to 10. Uh, got some questions here. I'll run past you here in a minute or two, but, uh, were you surprised the 49ers end up beating the Packers? Um, I was a little bit surprised, actually. But I also didn't really know about that record they had in the playoffs. They went, what, they were already 0-3 in the playoffs against them, and then yeah. that just made it 0-4. Yeah, they're struggling. I guess yeah. I shouldn't be shocked if I were doing that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, th- those are good games on Saturday, but I think these Sunday games are ones for the ages, especially the one we're going to talk about here in a second. But Rams beating the Buccaneers 30-27. to 27. It, um, What was you, I know you're a big Tom Brady fan. Uh, were you disappointed? I was disappointed, yes. And uh, hell of a game, though. Just shows that, that you everyone probably thought, oh, shit, here it comes. He's coming back. About to pull off that miracle again. Oh yeah, it almost did. Yeah, it almost happened. It was, and it was one of the things that I was uh, telling my son-in-law as we were watching the game. I said, you know, it almost seemed like it was a blowout at halftime because they didn't really have much going yeah. for them the first half. Uh, the Bucks did not look like the Bucks. They didn't have. Uh, they just didn't. You know, they're missing a couple key players. Obviously, with Brown out and Godwin, and just they didn't have. Oh, they were. They definitely were. were they were more crippled. Than yeah, and, and LA is just a more complete team, and it, it showed. But uh, the the greatness about the Tom Brady thing is he just he's such a fierce competitor, and he just continued to grind, made it a game, came back and tied it. And of course, you know, what else would you expect from that guy? You know, he's he's yeah. done it his whole career. So it's the, like one of those things you would hear the narrative if they did win. Oh, the Rams did everything, give it to them, and they kind of did. Yeah. You're right, man. You're absolutely right. That's, that's a great point. Um, probably one of the best games I've ever seen. I'm sure you probably would agree. This game on the, the, the Chiefs and the Bills, this back and forth. The Chiefs come back 42-36 and win that game. Just give me a little idea what you were thinking when you were watching that game. Um, it was a shootout. almost kind of reminded me of uh, the game with the Rams in Kansas City when they were in, uh, what, Mexico? Yeah. yeah it was just Big shootout game. But, dude, Definitely this was think, on. Uh, that halftime needs to be changed. Yeah, I'm going to get – there's a question I'm going to throw at you here. And speaking of which, we might as well just get right into this uh, question. Uh, again, I got to keep giving Philly props because he put these five questions together. Um, so question one, is Joe Burrow a top five quarterback? Um, talked with Philly about this. I don't think – Oh, yeah. I think he's a top five if he's still got. No, I don't think he's a top five. But he's definitely, if not in the sixth spot. Okay, I mean, he's bottom. He could be the bottom five. Okay, so he's not. You Let's don't. You it. don't feel he's a top five right now. He's not up there with the. You know the Josh Allen's and. You don't. You don't think he's still. He's not a Mahomes, but he's. He hasn't quite cracked that top five in your opinion. He hasn't cracked it yet. No, not yet. Okay, cool. Now, say if uh, Rogers, Tom Brady, they all retired tomorrow, he's automatically already put in top five. Good point. All right. So my next question to you, Fish, is: uh, Is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay? Yes. Thank you for that. All right. How about question three? Uh, does Tom Brady call it a career after this last weekend? 
Is he over? Is he done? Is he done playing football? Is he drift off into the sunset, go sign footballs and make millions selling his uh, clothing line? Is he done or is he coming back? Mm, I I think he's done. All right. The fish I says really do the fish talks he's saying. Now it's all about family. Now it's all about no more. He's not talking about next year nothing. He's, he's got a whole different attitude looks like this year. Yeah. He had a little lipstick on his lip. He got, he, I mean, there's a couple of things. I think you and I talked about this earlier, like that Evans hit man in that game, dude. Come on, man. Yeah. I know that, that uh, the ball, I know the ball hit the ground and all that, but that was a cheap shot. And then of course, when Brady got hit underneath his chin strap with that helmet and, you know, it was just, there were some things there that I don't know. Sometimes those calls go in their favor, but they sure in the hell didn't this time. No, they definitely didn't. Yeah. So um, next question to you. Um, is Matt Stafford, after this win, after what he proved in this game this past week, and do you feel that he's an elite quarterback? Is he in the elite group now? No. No? You still think he has to no. have the championship? He's, he's got to have that, you know, you still think there's more that he has to prove to kind of put himself in that elite status? Yeah, I mean, I'm a Stafford fan, so now I'm going to be rooting for Stafford. You know, he was just going up against my boy Tom Brady. I'm yeah. always going to be a Brady fan for Stafford, but yeah, he still. I don't. I'm gonna, not not elite yet. No. Not okay. Fair enough. Um, next question here, Fish. Uh, with the Buffalo Kansas City game, thinking back to that game, do you think the NFL should change their overtime rule? Oh, definitely, definitely. And why? Why do you feel they should change that? I mean. So you practically got an advantage once you win the twin cost or twin toss. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like it's changing like so whoever wins a coin toss, they get their touchdown. You should be able to at least get a chance to match it. Yeah, but like if, if Kansas City and this is how it's written, the rules written of the first touchdown. So if you win the coin toss, the odds are it's kind of like you're you know you score the game's over. There's you the other team ain't touching the ball. Kansas City goes down, kicks the field goal. They got to kick back off the Buffalo, and Buffalo can match it. Or if Buffalo scores, game over, right? So yep. it's obviously the coin toss is a big deal. You always want to take the ball and go down the field, especially a game that that was, dude. That was like back and forth. That was like a. That was just a constant back-and-forth match. I mean, I've never seen anything like that, especially like that 13-second deal, and that was some entertaining football. It's kind of hard to argue with it, though, too, because you got Buffalo with, like, you know, the number one defense. It's like, how yeah. do you not stop it? You know, it's almost like, well, there's still a whole other side of the ball that has to do their job, though, too. Yeah, so. You know, and I give uh, Little Drew, I was listening to an earlier part of this podcast where Little Drew said the same thing, the same exact same set of questions were asked to everybody. Um, uh-huh. And little Drew said the same thing. He said, I wouldn't change it. He goes, defense wins championships. So if you got a good defense, you should be able to hold the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with that, too. So it's it's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, the teams were so hot on offense. Like, it, I don't know. I, it was nuts. It's hard. It, it was very hard. It was yeah, it's crazy. You ready to get into your picks for the uh, championship week? I'm ready. Let's, All go. Right. Let's do it, man. The fish. Coming in at 8-2, and two, tied with two other people. All right, Fish, here we go. Bengals visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Who are you taking, man? Chiefs. KC? Yep. NFC Championship. 49ers going to L.A. Who are you taking? I'm going to take the 49ers. Ooh, you're number two. 
So, so, oh. so far, so far, Fish, it's been you and Miguel taking 49ers, C. Rubble taking Rams, James taking the Rams. Um, I'm still undecided on that. We got one more guy after you to call, and then it's uh, Philly and I doing ours. But why are you taking 49ers? I'm just curious. I just got. I think they're the hottest team right now. So you're right. You you think that like in most sports, the hot hand, the team that's playing so hot right now, and that team is the 49ers. You know too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say the casino? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it, man. Are you did you have uh-huh. you have you had any luck lately? Let's switch the subject line here for a second. I haven't gone at all this year yet. Kinda This is the New Year's resolution for the fish. You're not you're not going it, it kinda it, it actually kinda is. Yeah, and you're probably saving money, aren't you? Yeah, I'm yeah. saving money. Yeah, but you know, it's not bad to go in there once in a while with a couple hundies and give your shot, you know, maybe one walk out with a grand. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Oh, well, <laughs> yes. the theme music's coming on, Fish. There it is. The big so, shark. In, in re, the big shark. The fish going with Kansas City and San Francisco. Overall record of 8-2. and two. Love having this guy on our podcast. Fish, we love having you, man. Huh? We'll be talking to you next week. We're getting your Super Bowl predictions, buddy. Let's get ready. Let's go. All right, Fish. Thanks for your time, brother. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one. All right, we'll talk to you soon. I'm a tough guy. I've been going to be all my life. See you, Fish. See ya. The Fish. There he is. Eight and two going with the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. So we we got to get a hold of our next guest and that's going to be chaos oh it's that time it's chaos from the great white north chaos there he is swoop there it is all right chaos we got you if this is under review just so you know but right now we have you leading the pack in our division at 91 this could be a possible 10 and 0 but it's uh, in New York's hands right now. We're going to put this under the review because you're claiming you took the 49ers over the Packers. We're gonna... I could have. I got to look back because I could have Well, My final thing was the Niners. You took the Niners. That's what you're saying. And it's we're going to we're going to clarify that before the end of the night. And it's definitely going to go to. <laughs> but I could have. I don't know. Maybe you took. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll figure it out. So, <laughs> this is bull jive. <laughs> this is bull jive, man. This is junk, man. I know that wasn't what you were hoping, but uh, either way, you're in first place. There's only one other yeah, person that's. I'll take it. You'll take it. I'll take it either way. You're 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 in the lead, man. So right now you're it's running awesome. you're running the board. There's only one other person that's tied you, and that's in the other division, and that's my little nephew Andrew, and he's at nine and one as well. But if this changes to a ten and zero. Oh, you the king, dog. You the king, man. <laughs> so um, I'm going to run through the games uh, this weekend here, Chaos, because I know you've definitely sat down and watched a lot of these games. The Bengals beating the Titans 19-16 to on a field goal. What did you think of that game? That was just – it was crazy, man. What a, what a treat this weekend. All these back and forth and last second overtime. This was like the Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. A few games to enjoy it. Yeah, no, it, it, it was fun. Um you know, I mean, like it or hate it, the NFL is controversial with all the BS that it's had even with the politics over these last couple of years, taking knees and, you know, yeah. the Black Lives Matter and 
and everybody's trying to make it a political thing. And then, you know, all the craziness that's been going on, let's just leave all the politics out of it and just go play the sport. And I think that's, that's a football treat. I agree with you, man. Um, not that I'm against any of that stuff that they're protesting no, and stuff. It's no, just, no, no. it comes, you got to stand, you got to stand for something. I'm all about that. But when it just comes to sports, this is what people want to see. This is exactly what right. the weekend. And this is why, you know, it brings people together. It brings friends together. It's something to talk about. Uh, 49ers beating the Packers at the frozen tundra, man. What'd you think of that? The 49ers are running hot. It was insane. That was just, like, you know, you ask anybody and they're, they're like, they, couldn't have never made yours. Not on pack field, not on the frozen tundra. That is moonshine. Uh, <laughs> you I... got these pretty boys from, from California come out and they, they, they haven't played in sub zero and here they just strapped it up and they went they, hard. They went hard. Um that's no. why I'm sure you'll see on the review I said nine as put some respect on my name. <laughs> I'm gonna put respect on your name, dude. We're gonna we're gonna review this. It's gonna happen tonight and you're gonna get a text later on this evening, hundred percent, man, and uh that's the way it's got to be. Yeah. We got to we got to make sure we're taking care of our best people. That's true. I've seen that. I've watched that. If, if Donald <laughs> says it's true, it's got to be true. All right. Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. So another great game. These are the Sunday's games. Chaos Rams thirty bucks twenty seven. Uh, what's your take on that? Matt Stafford comes so I, back. I this was the one I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing, but it just sounded like a splash bash. That first half, Stafford was having his way. It sounds like. Uh, Bucks really didn't show up much. The defense, defense was getting hammered, and Tom Brady looked and sounded old. Yeah, their their uh, first half of football was not what you would expect from the team that got to that point uh, in the season. Um, you know, they were shallow on their receivers. Obviously, Brown missing Godwin. There was some chemistry that just didn't seem to be working, and uh, the Rams capitalized on it. You know, uh, the Rams made their share of mistakes too, but sometimes it's just yeah. the luck of the draw and who gets the you know. Gets you know they end up getting the win, so you know Rams move on. They go to the championship game, and Brady's uh, you know he's sitting at home, and I'm sure he doesn't care, but I'm sure he cares. But he you know he's got his Super Bowl ring, so is it time for uh, Matt Stafford? We'll wait and see. And I've got some questions I'm going to run through you here in a minute. But the game of the week, uh, I mean, they're all great games. But this Chiefs Buffalo game, unfreaking believable, dude. I mean, we were texting each other the whole night. I mean, you and I were. I mean, what was your think? What was your thoughts on that? That's the future of football. You got the two young quarterbacks, and that's uh, that's that's what we're going to be looking at. The, the days of, oh, and the, the fellow from Buffalo, he's, he's tall, but I mean the, the days of quarterback stature, six five, throw, sit back in the pocket and throw. Those done. things are done. I I agree with you so much. And these hybrid quarterbacks, like this Josh Allen, this guy sacrifices everything. He runs the ball. I mean, he does everything, man. It's just yeah, nuts, tough. man. And these arm angles these guys are throwing from. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, so um, quick five questions here for you, uh, Chaos. Uh, is Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati quarterback, do you feel he's a top five quarterback in the NFL right now? Uh, he's, he's getting there. Not yet. He's earned his stripes. I think uh, he's got huge potential, but he's, he's a gamer. He plays hard. I agree. I agree with you. Next question here is uh, Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay. I hope so. You know, you, you think about a guy that you absolutely hate unless he had a – Unless he had a horrible little jersey on, that's that's just one of those guys that you look and say, <laughs> "Thank you for that." Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, Tom Brady? Do you think he calls it quits after this last game? You think he's done? I, I hope not. I mean, he's got nothing left to prove. He's, I don't, did he run out of fingers yet for rings? But you'd hate to go out on that note. 
Yeah. Tom Brady. He's, I mean, the guy can go sign autographs and, you know, do a couple commercial spots and sell his uh, clothing line and he's set for life, right? No matter what he's going to do at this point, he's, he's set, he's proved everything. He's going to go down as the greatest player of all time. And it's just, Hey, it's his time, you know, maybe it's, uh, it's time to 20, 20 plus years in the league. It's uh, you can't go on forever. Right. I think he started to show a little bit of, you know, he may not, I mean, he still got it. He brought it back to the tie and everything like that. But, uh, I thought, I thought for sure it's like, here we go again. Yeah, it's just nuts, man. So uh, with Matt Stafford beating up on the Bucks in that particular game, do you feel that Matt Stafford is now an elite quarterback, being as that he played 12 years I, here in Detroit, he goes yeah. to the Rams, he's at one game away from a Super Bowl. Do you consider him, Chaos, an elite quarterback? He's there. I mean, he's earned his stripes. He, he, uh, he didn't quite have the talent that he does where he's at currently, and when he played for us, but he was always that guy that you look back on the replays, he's hurt. He's got shoulders out. He comes back in. He's a gamer. He's tough. He was a leader. And uh, yeah, I think he's earned the stripes. I think you can consider him up there. The only thing he doesn't have is that new uh, quarterback mobility like uh, Mahomes and others that uh, is being showcased. But you know what? That's that's a great point, man. No one's brought that up yet. I mean, that's a very good point that Matt Stafford has the arm he has the grit of that quarterback that you want under the center, but he doesn't have that mobility. He's not. I mean, you watched like this Josh Allen. This dude's booking, man. Oh, yeah. You ain't going to get that out of freaking Matt Stafford. No, he gets him. That's a great point you brought up. Yeah. Very good point. Um, so, you know, obviously this Chiefs-Bills game uh, with the Buffalo-Kansas City game, do you think that the NFL should change their overtime rule? I, You know, I don't. I, I think he – I think that's kind of the, the, the carrot and stick and carrot deal where, hey, if you if you can muscle up and get the touchdown, you deserve to win it. Uh, if you kick the field goal, then it goes both ways and you finish it. I, I think it's fine. I, I'd leave it alone. So you think all these Buffalo fans that are just complaining, going, well, yeah, oh, they're gonna Well, they're going to be upset. Hell, yeah. They just want to go to the, go to the championship. Yeah, I'd be pissed too. Yeah. I mean, you think about if you were a Detroit fan and that was our team in there and, and you know, you win the coin toss, the advantage is you go down, you score, game over. There's yeah. no there's no further uh, play happening. Uh, you know, if they go down, they kick a field goal, Buffalo yeah. gets the ball back, they could potentially win the game with a touchdown or tie it again and keep the overtime going. But you don't feel that there's that a need was, to If that was it. the case, if it was Detroit and that was the case, I'd tell you there was the absolute most – buffoonery type rule in the world and I think that whoever wins the, the coin toss should win. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's great. So are you ready to uh, give us your championship week, uh, week picks here, Chaos? Are you ready I'm, for I'm it? I'm ready to rock here. I've been thinking about You've it been days, th- so. Okay, I wanted you to stew on this for a little while, so let's bring some theme music in here for you. So here we go. We're going to start it off. Cincinnati Bengals visiting Arrowhead, Kansas City Chiefs. I already know who you're taking, so I already wrote it down. I was going to say. Casey. Yeah, yeah. You, you know where I'm going with this one. And it's a solid Great pick. Cincinnati Bengals. Who day? Who day? Who day next year because they're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew you. It's a no-brainer on the Kansas City. Besides that, again, the yeah. wife will kick you in your ass if you picked anybody yeah, else, right? Well, she's right next to me. And, you know, I got to I gotta give – I got to give the Mrs. – props because she's stuck with this team it's always been her favorite team and she's just coming yeah. into like this beautiful part of this you know these last few years i mean these trips that she's got to be loving this right so you know she'll watch the super bowl 
I think that's yeah. great. So uh, here we go. We're going to go now into the uh, NFC matchup. 49ers visiting L.A. Rams. Who are you taking in this one, Chaos? It's the same type of thing. I think the Niners had a great run. I think they were a little banged up. Um, I, you know, I, I really want to see Stafford go. I really want to see him win this thing. So I'm pulling for Stafford. Um, I'm torn on this pick, but I got to stick with, with Rams and go with Stafford. All right. Yeah, not, not bad, man. So uh, Mr. First Place himself taking the Kansas City Chiefs and the L.A. Rams, and that's who he's predicting, folks, to be in the Super Bowl. So now next week we get to call you back and get your Super Bowl pick. And we're going to do you something. Can take that to the bank. To the big Believe boy. And what we're going to do, though, is we're going to, I think we're going to do a little twist on the Super Bowl because it's just like, okay, who do you think is going to win? But we got to get a, put a little point spread in there. By how many? Okay. The over and under. I think that uh, the group's trying to put together something a little bit fun so it's not just a straight-up pick, but it's going to be a pick on – points and all that kind of stuff so uh that we're gonna go with uh g love hot dogs (laughs) yes for sure (laughs) (laughs) all right chaos so we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna clear you out of here because i know you got things to do and i'm definitely gonna uh shoot shoot you a message here in a few minutes because i want to check in how your day went buddy so um thanks for your time brother peace out fans of the world there it is chaos folks love that guy man became a big part of the show here in these past few weeks and we'd love to get him back on for more stuff so uh there it is man um c rubble taking kansas city and the rams just james kansas city and the rams miguel kansas city and san francisco the fish kansas city san francisco chaos kansas city and the rams so uh we're gonna do the next call now and that's going to be a call to mr philly yeah, it's, it's that time. You know what we got to do. We know what we got to do. It's time to call him. It's time to call him up. It's time to call him right now. Yo. There he is. Oh. Grandmaster B, how you doing, oh. dog? It's, it's Motown Philly. You know what time it is. Oh, word up. What's going on, boy? Uh, Just hanging in there, man. Just relaxing. Got to work out in. Finishing dinner, you know. All right. Ready to to rap about sports, bro. I was in that crazy weekend of football. Oh, my gosh, dude. It was insane. I was just talking to the other uh, four or five fellas, and it's probably one of the best football weekends I could remember, man. Unbelievable. Absolutely. I really can't recall a weekend where every game pretty much was decided on the last play of the game. Yeah. It's really amazing. It was, it was exciting. It was entertaining, you know, and just like, uh, you know, chaos was saying, you know, the, the NFL a couple of years ago, Philly was getting this bad rap about all the political stuff about the knees and, you know, st- you know, taking stands and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, we haven't heard much of that this season. It really just got down to what it's supposed to be. It's a sport, and it's supposed to be entertainment, right? And that's really what it is. Everybody stood for the national anthem this year. Everybody was respectful. Nobody, you know, went off kilt on anything. And, and these this champion, th- this divisional round this past weekend just made it so much fun. If you weren't an NFL fan after this weekend, you'll never be one, man. It was that that that's so much entertainment there. 
That's a great point. And I think we could thank our uh, last two presidents for sucking the politics out of everybody, including the NFL, which is a good thing. But, yeah. uh, I agree. You know, uh, yeah, every game was just, you were in it, you know, and um, good teams on each side. I mean, high caliber athletes, coaches, you know, it was yeah. a lot of fun to watch, you know, and you're going to have two more good games in, uh, on Championship Sunday. So yeah. Definitely excited about it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so, I got the guys' picks here from the crew that I talked to. So, C-Rebel taking Kansas City and Rams. Just, just, yeah, you know just, James, just James taking Kansas City and the Rams. Miguel, Kansas City and San Fran. Fish, Kansas City and San Fran. Chaos, Kansas City and L.A. taking the Rams. Oh. Yeah. Well, you had a, I had a few guys actually take uh, – Frisco too, man. Did they really? Who, who took them? I know Hoff did for sure. Obviously because he hates Matt Stafford. Yeah. Um, I think I'd have to go back and look at it. It might have been one more, but I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I mean, I'm on board with the Rams. Um, I just feel like they're the best team right now. Yeah. Um, in the NFC. Uh, but, you know, San Francisco, man, like I was saying, uh, in part one, I think I was telling Hollywood when they were three and five earlier in the year, they are built to win. I mean, they have a great defense, they're strong up front, they stop the run, uh, and they're getting healthy on the back seven. And, you know, the offense is just physical the way they run the rock. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, people could say what they want. Uh, dude's a winner, though. Man. I mean, he's not the, uh, he's not going to put up 400 yards and five touchdowns, but as long as he's not making mistakes, it's proven in the past with guys like, dare I say, like Eli Manning, but you can win Super Bowls with guys like that. And I that, think he's a little bit better, too. It's a great point. And that San Francisco defense, uh, phenomenal. They did a great job. They contained one of the best quarterbacks ever with Aaron Rodgers. They, they, they fooled him, man. He couldn't get anything really going. Ten points. That's all they got. I know it was a tough place to play in that, you know, frozen tundra, but it was a close game, but uh, – you know, what we would expect from an Aaron Rodgers and, and an offense like what they have, and uh, they contained him. You know, Frisco came in, you know, West Coast team coming in, you know, California boys coming into a cold Lambo, and they just shut him down, man. You can't underestimate the defense, and I even think uh, little Drew mentioned something about that because you mentioned something about, and we'll get into your questions, but defense wins championships still i still think it's you know you could have all the points you want like this game against uh buffalo and the chiefs was back and forth back and forth they don't say much for your defense is 42 to 36 but at the end of the day you look at you know the nfc game 13 to 10 that's a defensive battle man yeah well, no, that, that game was well. great too and then it's at lambeau and the snow's falling and we got all this inclement weather and special teams plays a role in it um, yeah. it was fun to watch i mean Really, in that game, you got to look at Aaron Rodgers in the offense. This guy basically wanted more control. Mm -hmm. uh, he wanted to hand choose who he had on the team, who sticks around. You know, and then people, the same people will say, well, well, Alan Lazard's nothing. Randall Cobb's too old. Well, these are guys that he wanted around. He does have weapons. You got two good running backs. You know, you had a healthy defense pretty much. And you go two years in a row, you're the number one seed, and you're out in the first uh, first game. Yeah. You know, so uh, kudos to San Fran for going in there and playing all three phases and basically, you know, outside the first drive, keeping him out of the end zone, man. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, man. 
pretty solid. Yeah, so um, I gave you props uh, with the with the last group of uh, characters we had in here in our whack pack. Um, you had put together some five really good questions. Did, did those questions get asked to you, or are you going to ask them to me, or how are we going to work this segment out? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll ask you since I asked everybody else, and then you can, um, if you want, I could answer as well. So I'll, I'll okay. give it to you. So Joe Burrow, you feel like right now that he's a top five quarterback with everybody no retirements right now do you think he's top five not yet i think his days his day will come i think when you start to see some of these names like the brady's and the rogers exit the nfl and retire or go on um this dude is going to be contending for top three in my opinion in years to come he's going to be up there uh right now i can't put him as a top five though he's in the top you know, Fish said he's number six. I don't know how he came up with that number, but he's like, uh, he's right. I'll put him at six. I'm like, well, how the hell did you come up with that, Fish? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay. So I, I'm going to put him in a top top eight, respectfully. What about yeah, you? What do you I'm think? With you. I'm with you. I, I, I say he's in the top ten somewhere. You know, I'd really have to break it down and see what happens with the guys that are possibly leaving, going on to retirement or see how, who they go to, you know, with my next question, that'll be one of them. But I definitely, I'm on board. I think the guy's great. I think uh, leaders have come out, veteran players that have gone to Cincinnati because let's face it, it's not a, a free agent destination, but have gone there because other people have said, this guy's a true leader. He's a winner. I want to play for that guy, you know, and look what he's done yeah. already coming back from that injury. Uh, that takes great resolve and resilience, man. I just, I'm really impressed. Yeah, very well said, Philly. I, I, I agree with what you just said. Um, uh, I'll ask this question here: um, Is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay? Yeah, I think, uh, I think that uh, that pony has left the stable, man. It's just, it's too much. Um, you know that old saying? It's like live long enough to be the villain or die a hero type deal. And, and he's wore out as welcome and become the villain there. And it's a shame because I think uh, the fans support him. But this guy keeps putting his foot in his mouth and, you know, he wants all this control. And I think he's become kind of an egomaniac and not, not to take away from him as a player, because I still think he's going to go down as probably one of the top five quarterbacks of all time skill wise. I mean, but you look at his legacy I mean, would you want to put up with all that BS and only have one Super Bowl to show for it? One Super Bowl appearance. Granted, he won it. Well, you, That's you, all he's got to show for it. It's exactly my thoughts, what you just said. I think that you can overstay a welcome. I'm not saying that he won't go down, just kind of like, you know, how Brett Favre exited Green Bay. Kind of in a, not in a similar way because Brett Favre didn't bring all that, you know, drama with him like Aaron Rodgers did. Um, but I think – he wants either a new change or he just might just get out of football. I can't see him exiting football. I could see him probably going to Denver or something like that. Uh, that's a possibility, yeah. but I, I think his days in green Bay and I would think most green Bay fans would agree. It's, it's, you know, um, you know, I think you and your buddy uh, and your, your first series of the podcast mentioned this, that this is going to leave a pretty wide open door for our home team because, you know, Rogers leaves, you know, Minnesota, like you said, they got cap problems over there. Chicago's in a you know frenzy right now with you know unsure of what's going on over in Chicago. Uh, this could leave an opportunity for our home team to actually start doing something for once in this division. 
because Rodgers has been a thorn in our side for how many years now? It was first it was, you know, uh, Favre and then Rodgers and they always dominated. You know, they were dominated. You had you had a couple good years with Minnesota, a couple with Chicago. But, man, I'll tell you what, if the Lions could build and they've got the cap space to do it, they can do something special here in the next two to three years without question. But I, I agree, and that's a great yeah. that's a great point because you know we've been doomed with with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers back to back. It's basically been better part of uh, two and a half decades that we've been you know, getting our butts kicked by the pack over there. Yeah, and they beat well, us. We got a head start on the other teams now. You know? I agree. Green Bay's going to go into a rebuild. Shit, I mean, you got like you just said, Minnesota's in cat purgatory. They're not going to be able to do much. I mean, they're mediocre at best. You look at Chicago. Who knows what they're going to be? Who they're going to bring in? There's always change when a new coach comes. Yeah, they drafted a the quarterback. They're not happy with him, supposedly, now. they got a new head coach coming in. Minnesota's got to start with a fresh uh, set of thoughts and processes with the new coach coming in. So right now's the time. I mean, I like where we're sitting right now, and I feel that that's probably what the organization with Detroit's thinking, too. Hey, this is our time to start making a move and start, you know, controlling this division for once. But, Absolutely. I feel like the NFL's built for parity, man. I think you can spin it around a lot quicker than you used to. Yeah, so I think we both agree. We both feel in the hearts of hearts that Rodgers is pretty much finished in Green Bay. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Tom Brady, you're hearing a lot of stuff. He's been on podcasts the last couple of days. Do you feel like Tom Brady retires, or does he come back next season? You know, I thought about this question, Philly, and this is a tough one because the competitor in Tom Brady is fierce. I mean, it's just this guy just, you know, it would have been nice if he went out on top with his – you know, two Super Bowls and got back to another one, won another one. That would have been great. But um, I think Tom Brady showed some. I know he was with the shallow receiving core without Brown and Godwin, and, you know, they didn't have quite the players that they had, you know, at the start of the season over there in uh, Tampa. Um, I think he's going to look long and hard at this, and I believe the comp- the one side of me, I know I'm split on this. I truly am at a 50-50. Part of me says Brady's going to come back and give it one more shot. But what the Tampa Bay Bucks did last year was so rare is they re-signed every player from that Super Bowl team. And they're all back again this season. And they didn't have their starting defense that they started the season with on the field until the first time this past weekend, right? Where everybody was healthy again. The, all, yeah. their, all their defensive starters actually played that started off the season that way with all the starting spots. So are they going to be able to keep that same roster? Are they going to get people to commit and buy in one more year if Brady says, okay, I'm coming back. We're going to do this for year three and see what we can do. Um, in my heart, I think Brady can walk away from the game right now and go sell clothing apparel and sign autographs and do endorsements, and he don't have to worry about a nickel for the rest of his life. But is this guy at 40-some years old ready to take on to another beastly, you know, 50-some weeks of training and football? I mean, this is something you just have to wonder. At his age, um, I would think that he's probably going to probably announce some sort of retirement. That's my gut. I just think that he's going to walk away from the game finally. Yeah, what what do you take? think? And honestly, before I answer that, I just want to give you a quick stat I read today before we hopped online. Um, did you know in 56 seasons, regular season passing leader has never won the Super Bowl? So Brady's been a passing leader four times in his career, yardage-wise. And he still won seven Super Bowls. But in those four years where he led the league, like this year, he didn't win. Wow. So really? That, it, yeah, that's crazy. It blew my mind. I'm like, wow. That's an amazing stat, dude. 
Yeah, so he he leads the league in yards at 44 years old, which is amazing. And like I was telling my brother, who's a big, big Brady Slappy, the big fish, I said, dude, he can retire on top still because let's face it, he he almost came back in that game Sunday. You know what I mean? So he's still playing at such a high level. Um, it wouldn't really surprise me either way, but my gut tells me he he literally has nothing else to prove. I mean. Even taking that loss to the Rams and Stafford, he's still the GOAT, still the greatest of all time. Uh, nobody, He'll never be touched. And I think he could still ride off into the sunset. Um, that's that's what I'm going to go with. I think, you know, he wants to be around his family. I think Giselle's probably going to get in his ear and, you know, want hubby at home. And that's all respectable, commendable. You know what I mean? He wow. should go ahead and deserve it and, and live out his glory years on top and do whatever else other ventures he'd like to do. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me also because I know how competitive the guy is yeah. if he gives one more crack at it. Yeah, if, if time heals, let's say, come spring and, you know, mini camps and they get a decent draft pick, he might change. You know how Brady is. You can't really, you know, you know the, the beat writers and the Adam Schefters and all these people out there getting these little bits and pieces of, you know, a little bit of gossip and they're, they're putting their little two cents in on stuff on social media. This might be it for Brady, but you can't underestimate this guy's grit, man. He just might come out of, you know, in in April say, Hey man, I'm back. I'm ready to do this again, you know, and, and it might surprise everybody, but uh, to your point, and that's a great point you bring up. What more does this guy have to prove? I mean, it's like, you know, did Michael Jordan go out on top? No, because he kept playing and he kept playing and he didn't, he wasn't the Michael Jordan that everybody wanted to see because he kept playing just like Jerry Rice kept playing. Is there a point in time where an elite athlete like this just needs to just understand that you don't have to prove nothing. You did 20 years of solid. You got the rings, you've got the records, you got everything. Step away, man. And Quit with the punishment because it's a it's a gladiator sport. Do you? I mean, you seen the hits this dude was taking. He got he got lipstick man on that freaking one hit right, and he was pissed and he didn't get the call and he got the penalty right. In that yeah, game, he's, he's a competitor in and out. Yeah, he's getting his butt kicked on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that, those guys when you got Lloyd Donald and uh, Bob Miller coming at you, and you got you know tackle on one leg. It's just it's hard to hang in there. You could see him just roll his eyes and look to the yeah, sky at Vaughn Miller. Man, what was, am I doing out here? Vaughn Miller like looked like Vaughn Miller of the past and Donaldson was just they were just killing those tackles, dude. They were getting around those ends like it was nobody's business, man. And Brady had no time. Like he, oh, he was, just pulled a Hollywood and said Donaldson. Yeah, his cousin Donaldson. That's right. <laughs> Stop whining. <laughs> <laughs> and Brady wasn't getting them calls because old Hocules wasn't having any part of it, man. But what about that one hit, man? When uh, was it uh, when Evans got that freak? And I think you and I talked about this briefly earlier today, Philly, when Evans, that ball was just hitting the ground. Evans took that freaking helmet to the freaking. I mean, that was helmet to helmet. Do you think that should have been a penalty? Or was that the right call? Well, it looked it sure as hell looked like a dirty hit. And it was a dirty hit. And it, according to the rule, because the ball hit the ground. I mean, I get it. But man, that's just so ass backwards. I mean, it was definitely a cheap shot. And Eric Weddle, I mean, he's a great safety guy who was on the couch last week. You know, he comes in, he's flying around making hits all over the place. That's I mean, right. That's right. That guy, get, that guy was just brought in, right? He was, I, yeah. that's right. I, I get playing about that. hard and stuff. But yeah. That was a, that was a shot right to the chin. Damn. Man. I, I thought I was waiting for the flag to come out, but Shit. per the rule, I guess they called it the right way. 
Shit, one of the best hits was when Stefan Diggs got that dude that ran onto the field. Did you happen to catch that? Dude, he, I tried to watch it, but I seen like still shots of it. Oh my gosh, man! You got if you could somehow find it on social media, somebody actually uh, recorded it, uh, obviously, and it, they wouldn't show it because they go to a widescreen as soon as there's someone on the field on the uh, national broadcast. But someone posted that where this dude was running right towards the huddle, and Stefan Diggs just laid this dude out, man. It was brutal. This guy. Oh, rightfully so. Yeah, no doubt about it. So the next question, we and that's interesting. So we got uh, Rodgers moving on, Brady retiring, that we both agree with that. My next question to you, Phil, and these are your questions, so I'll let you answer this and I'll give you my answer. Uh, is Matt Stafford an elite quarterback after what we've seen this past weekend? Well, you know I'm a big Stafford guy. I, I think he's a, a great player. I think he's a, a great quarterback. Um. That, that elite word, that's why I kind of threw it out there. and I wanted to get your opinion on that as well. It's such a small sample size of quarterback. I feel like when you talk about elite, you're talking about uh, Tom Brady, you know, Drew Brees last year. Those guys are elite because they've been and they've been to the promised land. And, um, I guess I'm willing to make exceptions for guys like Josh Allen. You know, the guy's just a physical specimen. His team's always in it. But you can argue that he's not because he hasn't won a, a championship yet. Yeah. I think, you know, if Matt Stafford can win this Super Bowl, I think even if he gets to the Super Bowl and it's competitive and, you know, he continues to play the rest of his career, most of it at a high level, I, I think I think he's got to be in that conversation. Me personally, he's definitely a top five quarterback. But I think that elite status is like really for, I think he got like Brady, Rodgers, you know, now that Breeze is gone, he, he drops out of there. But I think you put Patrick Mahomes in there, you know, because he has a Super Bowl. Um, but other than that, it's like everybody else, it's like elite, uh, you know, great, good, average, and bad. You know what I mean? Um, I would put Stafford right now in that great category. So I really feel like from a physical standpoint, intangibles, all that stuff, like he's he could do it all. I mean, arm angles, uh, you know, he's gotten better at reading defenses, just like on that last play to Cooper Cup and uh, – regulation you know he's looking off the safety you know the dc brings a blitz and he he finds his guy yeah, and uh you know that, that shows poise you know what i mean so i'm not if he can get to the super bowl and be competitive i'd like to see him win so i could really feel confident in saying it um, but i think he's got to get one i i agree I with you and i'll take it back to uh, uh andrew uh your buddy andrew that was on part one of uh this bonus podcast, uh, he mentioned something about an elite quarterback. I don't know if uh, necessarily Stafford at this point is considered to be an elite. He's a damn good quarterback, without question. Um, I would consider a Josh Allen an elite quarterback with a lot less years in the league right now, an elite quarterback over Stafford. And Josh Allen don't have a Super Bowl either. But I see the eliteness of a Josh Allen. If he could stay healthy and he could play in the league for the next 10, 12 years like Matt Stafford, um, these are the kind of quarterbacks. These are the hybrids. I mean, these are the guys that we're talking about that can run and do everything where the old days of the drop back and just sit back in the pocket like, you know, the Peyton Manning type quarterbacks and, you know, the quarterbacks that we grew up with, you know, and Troy Aikman's and th th them days are over. You know, you look at all these quarterbacks that are doing the main stuff in the league right now. These are running quarterbacks. They're fast. They're, they can do it all, you know, and Stafford still has, he's a gunslinger, 
But for I feel like when Stafford's under pressure, that's where he starts making more mistakes. And I and it's normal, I guess, but Stafford tends to still have that stigma behind him, you know, with some of the Detroit years. So he's only been removed from 12 years with one organization. He got to this point because the team was built to win. They're built to win. That's why he's there. That's why L.A., all chips are in. They moved their all their chips and they went, they're, you know, they're all in on winning a Super Bowl. This is where you expected them to be. And they knew Matt Stafford was the right guy over Jared Goff to take him where they needed to go. But I don't put him as an elite quarterback yet. I think he's he's definitely one of the best to play, but he's not that elite guy. He's not the Peyton Manning. Uh, he's not the Drew Brees. He doesn't have that, that persona yet. I think he'll get there, though. If he can play two or three more good years at this high level, if that team stays the way it's built right now and they could go on and get to a couple Super Bowls, he wins a Super Bowl, now we're talking a different conversation. But I don't put him in as an elite guy yet. So Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Now, let me ask you this. So would you consider, since you put Josh Allen in that category, do you consider guys like you got Russell Wilson, right, who's been to a couple Super Bowls, won one. Uh, maybe he's like maybe on the downturn, but still like any team would want him on their team. Like you ask the Colts or the Titans or even the Steelers, they would welcome him in with open arms to kind of take them to the next level. Yeah. Now what about Lamar Jackson? He's got all the intangibles, right? He's a freak like Josh Allen. Maybe not at times he can show he could pass like that, but Josh Allen's a very similar quarterback. He's just a little bit bigger. Um, so I guess we got to define what we're talking about. Yeah. And is it, it like a year to year type thing or are we talking championships? You yeah. know, that's, that's where it gets the arguments really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's a great point you're bringing up because a lot of times people classify elite with the Super Bowl wins. Right. Or how many you know big games they've won. And, and you, you know, Stafford has won some big games, but not so much to where he's, you know, has never won a playoff game. We've seen where they've got robbed of a couple playoff opportunities and games, but when it came down to the big game, I think that's why it's going to be really cool to watch this game on Sunday when you're playing a damn good Frisco team. And we'll get into our picks here in a minute. But this is going to be this is going to be a litmus test for Stafford playing against the San Francisco defense. And they're a good team, man. So if Stafford can pick this defense apart and do what he has to do, we might be talking some elite stuff next week already or week after, you know, when we go into the Super Bowl pick. But uh, I think you're right. That elite word kind of... It, you know, that's a big thing to say. Uh, I think he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league, but you talk about Lamar Jackson, this dude does it all. But, you know, uh, you know, Russell Wilson, yeah, he's won Super Bowls. I think Russell Wilson's a hair above uh, uh, Matt Stafford. I think Jackson's above Matt Stafford right now. But uh, And I love Matt Stafford. I mean, you know, he quarterbacked our team for 12 seasons. I pulled for the guy. I'm pulling for him actually right now. But, um and that's, that's yet to be determined. I still think there's a little bit of time left on his clock to get him to that status that we're talking about, Philly. Yeah, no, I, I respect that totally. And, um, looking forward to see what happens. because That narrative could shift pretty quickly if he uh, he's able to beat Frisco, who's also beat McVay and the Rams six times straight. So that pressure is mounting. And as you know, it's hard to beat a team twice, let alone three times. But if Frisco can somehow do that, and it's going to be really tough for the Rams, but great for them. So it's going to be a showdown. Yeah. Breaking news. Chaos was uh, disputing uh, his 9-1 overall record. He just texted me. He went back and listened to the podcast, uh, the last episode. He claims he picked the 49ers. And I says, no, man. I says, uh, 
We took it to New York and had it under review. You took the Packers. He goes, no, man. So he threw the red flag on me, bro, when we were just doing his oh. interview. And he just texted me. He goes, uh, what did he say? Uh, chaos. This is him realizing he has to eat humble pie. I went back and replayed the podcast. It looks like I pushed out and went with the Packers. Confirmed. I'm one loss. Wow. So he's a nine and one or he's just like little Drew. But hey, he's in my in our division and our group of guys. He's nine and one. So he's leading right now. There's two. Okay. There's three other guys. C Rebel, uh, Miguel and the fish are tied for second place overall. Eight and two. And James and I are tied at the basement at seven and three. And I'm not Why proud James of James hanging in there, though? I, I, James like, hanging in there. James, James cracked a freaking seal. He was excited. He's like, so, dude, I, I don't know much about this, but I'm seven and three. I'm like, yeah, we're tied. He's like, oh, man, that's not bad. I got seven wins. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I picked that Dallas pick. Remember that? I, I switched that in 11th hour. Dummy oh, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you had a question about the Buffalo KCOT, man. What were you going to ask me on that one, Philly? Yeah, so obviously a game like that is just a shootout, a lot of fun to watch. It's just uh, it's a little disappointing, you know, knowing that, okay, whoever wins this coin toss, they're probably going to go down, ride that momentum, and win the ball game. Is there anything that you would change about overtime, not in the regular season, but in the playoffs in particular, to maybe level the playing field or make it more exciting or leave it as is? I think – well, playoffs bring oh, obviously this this past game really was unique in its own right because this game could have been who knows they could have scored a hundred points if they went for a full fifteen minutes of overtime. Um, what I don't really okay, so you win the coin toss, it's you scored the game's over, right? I mean, I would like to have seen because it was such a great competitive game with both quarterbacks doing what they were doing. It was a shame that uh, Josh Allen didn't get his hands on the ball. But that's the way it is. That's the way the cookie crumbles. That's how the rule's written. What I would like to see is in playoffs like that, because if it's a close game, uh, say they scored a touchdown or even play a full quarter, 15 minutes, and then you go into sudden death. I mean, is that is that physically doable for these athletes that are playing 60 minutes of, I mean, smash mouth football like that? Because that's tough on the body. Um what I would like to have seen is maybe if you score a touchdown, the other team gets a chance to score a touchdown. If they don't, game over. Because the field goal don't win you nothing. If you score a touchdown, continue the overtime, and then the next team to score wins. I mean, or it just keeps going for a full 15. I mean, I'm kind of torn on it because the rule's written because say they went down and kicked the field goal. Well, Buffalo gets the ball back anyways. They can go down and score a touchdown and win the game. Right. They could right. they could ultimately get the ball. They they go for a touchdown and now the game's over. Now, you know, there you, you get the, the coin toss can determine a lot. And it did with this because that's what happened. They went right down the field and scored. What's your thoughts on it? I actually like that. I didn't even think about that instead of, you know, the field goal. You know, if someone goes down, and kicks a field goal, then the other team has a chance to tie it or or win uh, it. Win, get a touchdown and win. I say same thing, just like you said. You get a touchdown, give the team an opportunity to match that. You know, I think you get maybe some two-point conversions and teams trying to close the game out. Right, you're on really a fourth spot. and 25, and it's a Hail Mary, and all of a sudden it's like this ridiculous, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers pass like we've seen at Ford Field, and it's like a 70-yard bomb, and it just ties the game back up, and it just continues the, the chaos of what's going on in that game. And you get the extra point, hey, man, overtime continues to move on. And, you know, and at that, that point, it just goes back and forth until 
the last person has possession that can't score, game over. But uh, that was such an entertaining game. You really didn't want it to end. I mean, it was that good. It was that good of a football game. And I yeah. think KC, what they scored in the last two minutes, 45 seconds, was like 25 points. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. So now we got to get into the picks, man. Let's get it, man. Here it is. Little, little theme music for this one here, Philly. So Hell I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to ask you, because you may have already given your picks out, but I'm going to ask you, Cincinnati Bengals visiting Arrowhead in the AFC Championship. Who are you taking, big fella? As much as I love Gold Boy and what Joe Burrow has done uh, in the Bengals. Uh, <laughs> Jim Brewer, a young Jim Brewer, Goat Boy. Right, right. <laughs> goat Boy. I'm gonna have to go with uh with the with the Chiefs, man. I just think they're they're too tough right now. I think they're they're rolling on all cylinders, playing the physical brand of ball. And uh I think they take it and they go to three in a row. Damn, dude. I'm going to agree oh. with you. I am going to agree with you, yeah. my friend. I'm I'm going KC myself, so I'm going to agree with you on this. Now we're going to move to the NFC Championship game. The 49ers visiting LA Rams. Hot 49er team. Hot Matt Stafford, but you got this is to me, this is this is the game. I, I feel, in my opinion, that going just quickly back to the AFC game, I think the Chiefs just dominate this game. I really do. I don't think Burrow's going to have the game that people are expecting to have. And I think that Chiefs defense picks up some steam. And I don't think it's a close game. I think it's actually going to be a double-digit win for Kansas City. However, the NFC game, this one's going to be a nail-biter, in my opinion. I think so, too. I don't think you're going to see, like, the 30-27 that you saw last week. I, uh, I as well, I think Kansas City wins by 10 in the AFC. But this game, I could totally see it being a 14-17, 20-17, last-minute field goal type deal. Um, but I got to go with L.A., man. I just think they, they got the most complete team. They sold the bag. They sold out for everything to win this Super Bowl. And I think McVay and Stafford get over this little hump that they're on, uh, losing to the Niners. I think it's going to be a hard-fought game. Would not be surprised if it goes the other way, but I'm riding with L.A. all, all, all year. So I got to go with them. You know, I like that. And I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm definitely going to get Kansas City and L.A., and I think that's going to be a great Super Bowl. For sure. And I uh, can't wait to get into our – and this was just food for thought here, Philly, because um, talking amongst the other guys here, when we get into our Super Bowl picks next week, a week from now, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. But what we have to do to make it a little bit more creative because there's going to be some guys that are going to be tied. There's going to be some ties here for first place, you know, whatever. So we have to do some point spreads on this one. So I agree. I was already thinking about that, so I was going to run some- stuff by you and we'll, we'll figure it out good minds think alike so we have to put some spreads on here so you know you're going to have to say okay so if you're taking the chiefs and the rams you're going to say chiefs by 10 10 and a half we have to have point spreads in there because that could be the deal breaker for some of these guys who are thinking they're going to win this thing outright and there's a there's one two three guys right now jockeying for first place right now if chaos shits the bet on one of these games, there's going to be a four-way tie for first place in my division, plus what you got going. And then we got to we got to make it creative, like I said, with these points. So that that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, that's all good stuff, man. I think any way it goes, man, it's going to be a great Super Bowl. So good stuff, Grandmaster. I agree with you, man. So listen, brother, it's it's pretty much the end of our sports podcast, but. Uh, 
Always a pleasure to talk to you. And man, you got the bank, you got the Chiefs and the Rams, and I'm taking the same thing, bro. Yes, sir, man. Hey, looking forward to seeing you live on Thursday for episode yes, sir. 39. Man. It's going to be a great episode, man. I'll talk to you soon, brother. All right, I'll be good. Love talk you, man. Soon. Talk to you soon, bud. Love, love you too. See you. All right, that's the end of the special edition. So Philly's going to be taking the Chiefs and the Rams, and I'm on board with that. So we'll talk to you on the next podcast, everybody. Thank you for everything. Continue to listen to us. Thanks again. The best just keeps on getting better at 24th Street Pizza. They've already been voted the best pizza in St. Clair County, and now they've even expanded their menu with some fantastic new choices. From new pizzas like the margarita and poho mac and cheese pizza to new subs like the Swedish meatball and deep south dill. Plus, 24th Street Pizza now offers poutine, chicken marsala, nacho supreme, and so much more. With over a 1,000 five-star reviews, it's no surprise that the best keeps on getting better. Find out why today at 24th Street Pizza in Port Huron. Thank you.